Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the business lessons you need to build the business you want every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a very special episode. We have a special guest teacher episode today. Once in a while, we produce these types of episodes where we bring on a special guest and extract all the best information on their area of expertise. Today's special guest lesson is a masterclass in email marketing with Stefan Shebesta, the co-founder of Send in Blue. Now, full disclosure, Send in Blue is a sponsor of the podcast, but we were lucky enough to grab some time from Stefan Shebesta, the co-founder of Send in Blue. So we can learn from somebody who eats, breathes, and lives email marketing. As always, it's going to be great value, great information that you can use today. I did a lot of research before I sat down with Stefan, so I can make sure I ask the right questions to benefit our listeners. Of course, if you want to get started with email marketing with Send in Blue, you can go to sendinblue.com slash MBA. There's a special offer there that they crafted just for our listeners. More about that at the end of the episode. I'll be giving you all the details of this amazing offer. It's not actually an offer. It's free access. But more about that later. We're going to jump into the special guest lesson right into the conversation I had with Stefan Shebesta, the co-founder of Send in Blue. It is so good to have you on the show, Stefan Shebesta. So many people ask me questions about email marketing, so it's great to have you. Thanks for having me, Omar. Great. Let's jump right into it. Stefan, I want to know, how did you get started with email marketing and eventually help create Send in Blue? How did, how did that all happen? Like, Was it uh, something that you were suffering from? I want to hear about that. All right. Well, actually, we got started back in, in 2011. So I was doing a project. I was freelancing at that time, doing some development work on the site. And we had one customer in Germany, uh, who wanted to to have a small, you know, news, newsletter software? So we started working on that, and and then this basically transitioned into into the idea to to build a software as a service for for customers, um, and and that's basically how we stumbled upon this idea. At the same time, I I had some classes on entrepreneurship in my university, so we were actually you know building a business plan on top of that. And from there, um, we we got lucky kind of finding an investor. It was a fun, fun story, by the way. If we have time, we can talk about this later. So we, we started the business and then kind of grew it quite organically with minimum investment until we reached about 70 employees, became the, the leader in the German-speaking market in, in 2017, 2018. Um, but then we really struggled, you know, to internationalize. So we, we tried to internationalize from Germany into different countries uh, across the globe, really. Um, and then in, in the end of 2018, we decided to to join forces with Send in Blue, which uh, now the whole brand is called Send in Blue. So, but it's really two companies, two European companies coming together and building one one bigger company. Um, Send in Blue at the same time was doing exactly what we had been trying to do on the German market and became the French market leader in email marketing software. And it was really, it really made a lot of sense. And we really had complementary offerings and complementary, you know, regions where we operated. 
Um, and so from 2018, we operate as one big company. We're now over 350 people all over the world. We have four offices across the world, um, one, in, one in Seattle, one in Paris, one in, in Berlin and Germany, and one in India and in Noida. Um, so we're really a global company by now, and we're about to open a, another office on the, on the East Coast very, very soon. And we've also um, been quite successful in the North American market over the last year. So it's actually our, the fastest growing market uh, for a company, and we're generating most uh, new paying customers there as well. I love it. I love it. What I take from your, your, your short, you know, kind of uh, fast forward founder story is, you know, no one does this alone. You know, you have a co-founder, you know, you, you stumble upon that, uh, that investor that helped you out. You join for, forces with another great marketing, uh, you know, company in Europe, uh, you know, and a lot of entrepreneurs, when they get started, they don't realize that, you know, uh, in order to build a great company, you're going to have to have a great network and you have to also just kind of not just rely on yourself, but rely on others. A lot of people think it's just like genius mind, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk. No, you know, these guys don't do it alone either. They, 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 there's a lot of people behind the scenes that make it happen. I really love that. And I, I want to kind of dive into email marketing and I want to know what does Send in Blue do differently? Like there's so many email marketing options out there. We all know the famous names and things like that. And Send in Blue is coming into the scene. Uh, what problems are Send in Blue trying to solve? So we're really, you know, our, our purpose of our company is really to help small and medium-sized businesses to, to digitalize, basically. So making sure they, they have access to the same tools as the big players. Um, so we're really, really, really trying to give uh, SMBs, um, the tools that they need to to market to their customers. So that's that's a big um, the big idea behind it. Um, and um, how we how we differentiate? I mean, we we do offer a lot of services um, apart from email marketing. So we have over the years. I mean, we started with email marketing, but then we really moved into a multi multi-channel solution, like an all-in-one online marketing solution. So apart from email marketing, we offer, you know, very powerful automation features where you combine different channels, such as email marketing, but also SMS, or we, we do offer um, retargeting and Facebook ads um, and, and add a chat feature. So you can combine these channels and really make it very, your, your know, automation very powerful. Um, and really reach the target audience that you want in a very, very personalized in a very personalized way. So this is really where where we come into play. And I um, and I think we we also we do offer very very good value for money. So it's definitely worth checking it out. Um, but that's um, so basically we're we're coming from that SMB side of um, that was uh, our initial um, our initial idea to help the SMBs there. I like the idea that you not only offer email marketing services, but other marketing services like the Facebook marketing, um, like the text messaging, because, you know, a lot of us, you know, we're bogged down with all the different pieces of software that we have to plug into our business to make it happen. And it's great to just have one thing to kind of uh, take off our plate or a couple of things off our plate with one software. So that's really, I like that advantage. It's really cool because, uh, you know, there's a learning curve in learning a new software. And, you know, if you can just have your team learn one rather than a few, uh, I think that's, uh, that's definitely a great differentiator. Um, you know, every business is challenging. 
you know, every business is challenging, but what specific challenges did you face, uh, you know, building uh, Send and Blue? So I don't know how many times I heard this, but ever, basically every time I, I go to a trade show, I have an interview. It's isn't the email dead. And I've heard this from the very beginning when, when I started the business in 2011. That's the first thing. What about social media? What about this? Like there's so many, so many new marketing tools that are always, uh, you know, appearing. And so that has definitely been, been a challenge to convince, um, to convince prospects that email marketing is still, still very, very, um, current and it's still working really well. And I mean, if you look at the data, it's uh, when you, when you invest $1 in email marketing, your, your average uh, return investment is, is over, over $40. So it's still really, really uh, working well. And you can use it as a, as, as an acquisition channel as well as a, you know, engagement channel and a retention channel. Um, so that's, that has always been a, a challenge. Now it's more, uh, going uh, into that direction, you know, to, to really pitch the idea that you can have an all-in-one solution that you mentioned uh, where you actually combine these channels um, and, and where it really makes sense. So we are trying to, you know, push forward new channels and we want to see the adoption on, on that side as well. Um, so now, now our pitch is a little shifting in, in that direction a little bit, but I think we're, we're doing a good job. Um, and and we're getting there to convince our our prospects that this is a good good way to to look at it. Uh, fans of the show know that I'm very bullish on email marketing. I believe it's a gold rush right now for email because uh, nowadays people are covetous of their inbox. Like you're not letting anybody unless you really care about them in your inbox. Uh, because it's it's so busy in there and people are inundated with social media and distractions. So if you have access to somebody's inbox through their email, it's amazing because that's how you actually make sales. I mean, um, and for me, I think that it's even more valuable than it was, you know, 10 years ago. And it's getting more and more valuable because of people's attention spans. And if you can get access again to their inbox, you have a huge advantage. Um, and uh, most of our listeners are totally sold on email marketing. Uh, which is great, but what are some of the mistakes they they could be making? You know, what are the most common mistakes people make in email marketing? Well, I think one one uh, one big mistake you, that you can make is to have like a scattergun approach. So you you kind of send the same the same content and the same uh, the, the same mailings to to your whole audience. You don't you know you don't you don't really try to target and you take your whole list and just send it all at once. Um, and there are much better approach to this. So, um, I mean, in the end, you want to you wanna keep it relevant. Like you said, we're all getting hundreds of emails per day and we all, you know, we all only want to look at that that content that's actually relevant for us. So make sure if you, if you send out your campaign that you target the right audiences and make sure to send it at the right time as well. And I know you had an episode on this, on how to find this as well. So maybe... Uh, Listen to that again, um, but it's it's very important. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's very important. Also, make sure you know to personalize your content, um, and that maybe it might sound like this m- might be a lot of work for you, right? You always have to go into your list and then target or, or segment, get the right segment, create multiple newsletters, and 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 have the the right content and so on. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. But actually, if you if you do it right, if you if you start, for example, building workflows and automation, um, then it gets much much easier. And then you basically only think about it once. And you you kind of build this whole structure, and and then you can make sure that your you know your contacts do get the right content depending on maybe their past behavior as well. Um, you can automate when when these emails are being sent and that they're not, you know, what I also hate is if you, if you get like three emails by the same provider in one day, for example. So make sure that you, that you, that you try avoid that. And, and, and so these are, are little things that, that make all the difference in the end. So I can really recommend, you know, setting up automation workflows. Um, and if you don't have maybe time for that or you don't want to do that for whatever reasons or you think your maybe list is not big enough um, then at least test a bit right so test test a little bit and and um, with different um, subject lines a b testing and so on so that is i think that can really help to make the content more relevant for your audience exactly i love it um I got to ask this question because it's it's a big controversial topic in email marketing. It's almost like there's two camps, like the the sharks and the jets in West Side Story or something like that. But how do you guys feel about uh, images in emails? Do they hurt deliverability? Are emails without images more likely to show up in the primary inbox than ones with images? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So I think images and emails are, I mean, vital part to the whole experience. Um, they can make all the difference. They they can give you a nice call to action. And, you know, images are, there are studies, like images are clicked a lot more than regular text links, for example. I wouldn't say you should avoid images at all, right? It's it's very important to have images in your email. But you should make sure that you have a, a healthy ratio between images and text in your email. And it's true. If you have too many images or, worst case, you just have one huge image and no text at all, yeah, then it will probably not be delivered as well as if you have text in your email as well. So I can really, yeah, I can really recommend um, to, to add some text. It will also help with accessibility. So for screen readers, for example, if somebody, uh, you know, wants to listen to the email, then it also helps. It's, uh, it's much better. And also for indexing, it's on, you know, your customers, uh, they, can, they can search for, for your content that you might have sent them before. So, um, yeah, so you should, you should use images, but make sure to use them in the right way as call to actions or, the, you know, setting the mood or for products. Of course, it's very useful but don't exaggerate. I love it. I love it. You know, 2020 has been a challenging year to say, uh, to say the least. Um, how has COVID-19 changed email marketing recently? I know that um, a lot of businesses have been affected by COVID-19. Um, uh, how has email marketing uh, kind of evolved, changed, helped with this situation? It's, it's true, Omar. I mean, it has changed quite a lot. I mean, it has changed all of our lives in the end. Um, so what we've seen in, in terms of email marketing, um, and I mean, it's a whole movement of digitalization again, uh, what we've seen is that open rates skyrocketed. So they, they, they increased by 20 to 30%, depending on the regions, depending on the country. So we're, uh, we have a very interesting study on this. Um, and also email, email volume overall increased 
in, in, in times of COVID. Um, so we've seen the, the volume, more, more campaigns, um, more emails in general. And most of them, you know, you've probably also received quite a lot of those information, right? Just, you know, what will happen to the business now? Uh, what happens to the open times and so on, right? Um, but also what we've seen, uh, that was also an interesting learning for us, the, the kind of content that worked really well um, during these times were, you know, asking customers for support for, for, for their business. Uh, for example, buying, you know, voucher codes and then you get maybe a product later or, or a service later. So that was, that was very successful. And, you know, people want to help you if, you have, if you're a small business owner and they know you're, you're in trouble. Um, I mean, on, on the e-commerce side as well, we've seen traffic increase. So we, ha- we also saw a big, big shift towards towards e-commerce, and that also reflects also in email marketing, of course. Um, but in, in general, maybe one one story that that I I always find very nice from one of our customers was um, we had the son of a basically a farmer family, and this these farmers they would you know they would go to the weekly market to sell their produce and. Obviously, they weren't able to do this now anymore. So th- their son had been trying to push the parents to, to, to digitize over the last years. And they were, no, we, you know, we're told it's not, it's not necessary. Um, but then, like, obviously, they had to do something now. So he really pushed for it. And, they, you know, he created a, a small e-commerce website very quickly. It's a, by now, like nowadays, it's super easy to set up. They integrate with our software. They send out newsletters on their on their produce. Uh, they even have like SMS transactional monitoring, which is pretty cool, and and like a confirmation for home delivery. So actually, they went quite advanced in a short period of time. So now they're e-farmers in a way. <laughs> so it's, that was really nice. That was very nice to see. And, and and I mean, that's a shift that a lot of SMBs go through at the moment, and it reflects in how much email marketing is being done or how much online marketing in general. I love that. But that that really shows you that, you know, anyone really can do this and get their act together, can really get their email marketing together. If a farmer who is the most traditional type of, uh, you know, business or type of, uh, you know, field can do it, I think uh, any of us who are running online or even offline businesses uh, can uh, jump right in. I love that. Well, I think that's the whole idea, right? We... Um, I think these SMBs, these or even very small businesses, they should have the opportunity to do that. And uh, it's 2020, so there are tools out there. So if if you're not digital yet, just go go and do it now. Now is the time to do it. So I really really want to encourage that. Yeah, I can't I can't agree more. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about, you know, Send and Blue's website is really gorgeous. It's actually really well designed. Um, I have an eye for design. I love great designed websites because it's the beginning of your relationship with the customer. It's their first impressions. I love that. How important is design to the success of Send and Blue, of the success of any product? Well, I, th- I think it's, it's, of course, important, right? Uh, for us, it's... Um well, thanks for, for the compliment. For us, it's more a way to to give great user experience. So we've always been about more about user experience than actual design. Um, and that's, again, coming from, from the idea to enable SMBs to, to do more and uh, to help beginners um, to actually 
start with email marketing and other online marketing channels. So for us, it's it's really, yeah, it's really the way for us to to in- increase and to to have a really good user experience by providing a, a good design um, and and making making it easy for for the users to to use our software. I love it. I love it. So Send and Blue actually is known for something more than just email marketing. It's known for its great customer service. You know. Um, and and I love brands that really find customer service as a priority. They really make sure they take care of their customers, understanding that retention is like really, really important. Uh, you know, it costs more to, you know, to, to bring in a customer rather than keep one. So what are some tips you can share with our listeners to improve their customer service? What are some of the things that Send and Blue does that you can kind of share that uh, our listeners can borrow and do in their own business? We've always been focused on, on on great customer customer service. So we offer twenty four hour customer service. We have, like I said, we have offices across uh, three continents. So it's always been a focus of ours, and we offer ser- customer service in in I think six or seven different languages as well. Um, but if you if you want to excel in in customer care, I think. The key is to take your customers seriously. Uh, in the end, they're like you said, they're the your biggest asset, right? Um, and when they complain or if they don't understand something, then they're, they're usually right, all right? Um, so I think a lot of our the best features or improvements that we have implemented in our software come directly from customer feedback, and we take that really seriously. And we also try, you know, to follow up when we fix an issue or improve something. Um, and then we always also try to stay human and approachable. And, and this way, we really try to make them feel involved and almost you know, part of our team. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, a lot of our listeners were emailing us asking questions about GDPR. They were like, you know, what do I do? How do I make sure I'm GDPR compliant with my email marketing, all that kind of stuff? Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you guys have made GDPR a little easier for your uh, your users over at Send and Blue? Yeah, GDPR definitely was a big topic. Um, so for us, I mean, as a European company, we're directly affected, of course. Um, so we we did everything necessary to make sure our software is GDPR compliant. And again, our approach is to make it very easy for the user to, to, to use our software. So almost everything is handled in the background. So what everything about data storage, data retention, data deletion, everything that's in GDPR. Um, so the only thing that a user should do, with our software at least, is sign a data processing agreement, which you can find online, and you just sign it online as well. And make sure you use a double opt-in, you know, sign-up form, and then everything else basically handled by us in the background. So it's um, we try to make it very easy to to stay in GDPR compliant. That's pre- that's pretty simple, you know. You know, just two steps and and you're good to go. And uh, you know, I know a lot of entrepreneurs they ask this question because you know they got a lot on their plate. They got other things to worry about. They got to pay their employees. They got to you know hire new ones. They have to think of their products. So it's good to know that you guys kind of take care of the headaches of GDPR because you know uh, even those who are not based in the in 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 the EU 
they want to make sure that you know that they uh, that their customers that they're serving are also protected. So I love that you guys are making it easy. So I want to wrap up with a real scenario because I know a lot of listeners right now are thinking this in their head right now. They just started a new online business. Okay, what are the first steps in getting started with email marketing? Let's say I have like you know a few weekends to work on this. What are the first steps I got to take? I, I mean, the beauty of email marketing is you can always get started. You can you can get started when you don't have anything except maybe a landing page. So, but I would recommend once you have a website, make sure to put a form on there where people can sign up. Right, even if it's just you know, just a landing page, no content, just put a big box there, ask contacts to sign up. And, and you, you can already start growing your list from there. But of course, you can al- always start later as well. If you already have a CRM or you have a, a list and you never really went into email marketing before, then it's still a good time to start. Better, better late than never, right? Um, and you can really use email marketing for customer acquisition or for, for retention. Um, so it's, it's, it's both a great tool to, to, um, you know, to grow the list, to acquire new customers, but also to, to upsell and, uh, and resell to, to, to your existing customers already. So my advice is put a sign up form on your website. If you don't already have one, if you have one and you're more sophisticated already, then look into automation, look into workflows, look into maybe combining channels and combining information that you have to make that content really relevant. And you'll, I promise you'll see immediate impact and immediate success. Um, like I said, email marketing and Omar, <laughs> you agree, it's very, 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 very powerful tool even nowadays. And you'll see, you'll see a nice return on investment. Guys, I echo what, uh, you know, what Stefan has just said, you know, just get that email form on your website. Why? Because you got to get started growing your email list if you have not already. I remember one time I was uh, speaking on stage at a podcasting conference and I was talking about how we grew our podcast and, you know, I talked about how we emailed our list. And I remember in the Q&A section, somebody was like, you know, it's easy for you to say, Omar, you know, you've grown your list and you can easily promote because you have an email list of thousands, you know, you, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss and how he promoted his podcast through his email list. And they're like, well, he's got, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, you know, what, what, what does that mean for me? And I, you know, my answer to them is my answer to everybody today, you know, myself, Tim Ferriss, John Lee Dumas, all these people that have these huge email lists have grown and they're great marketers. They all started at zero. We all started at zero. We all started with no emails on our list, right? Everybody starts at zero. So get started by popping that, you know, that uh, embed form, that uh, opt-in form right on your website. Um, and you know what? Uh, you're going to hear about a great offer as I wrap up today's episode, but you can do it for free even because Send and Blue is giving us an amazing deal. They're giving us actually a free month of their premium plan. Uh, hang on because I'm going to talk you about how you can find out, how you can learn more. Um, and it's only limited to of the first 100 people. So you got to make sure you act fast. So uh, if you're an avid subscriber, you're going to definitely uh, grab that. So we'll talk more about that as I wrap up the episode. But for now, I want to thank Stefan Shea Besta for being here today, uh, co-founder of Send in Blue. Uh, we learned a ton today. Thank you so much. Um, where can we learn more about you, uh, follow you, uh, get more information about um, the journey of email marketing? Well, I think a good resource is definitely our blog. So um, 
make sure to check that out. We have very, you know, good studies, white papers, everything on email marketing and other channels as well, as well as on LinkedIn. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, happy to, to add you for sure. So I think that's, uh, that's the best ways to, to follow us. Um, and yeah, happy, happy to, to share our content with you. Great. Thank you, Stefan, for being here today. And uh, guys, hang on. I'll be wrapping up the episode and giving you that special link to the free month of Send in Blue. What a great discussion with Stefan Shebessa, co-founder of Send in Blue. Thank you so much, Stefan, for dropping all those great value bombs. What a great journey you went on on building Send in Blue, as well as sharing those amazing email marketing strategies. Guys, if you want to get started with email marketing with Send in Blue for free, Go to sendinblue.com slash MBA and you're going to get a free month of their premium plan. That's the plan that comes with 120,000 emails a month. But hurry, go to that link right now because it's only available for the first 100 people. Again, that's sendinblue.com slash MBA. I personally got a chance to check out Send in Blue. It's super intuitive. It's super easy to use. Their customer service is stellar, like I mentioned, and it leaves no excuses, right? It allows you just to get started with the email marketing you need for your business. To wrap up today's lesson, I want to just leave you with this takeaway. One thing that I learned over the years in business is that your email list directly correlates to how much money your business can earn. It basically means how many people can I call upon uh, to offer my products and services? How many eyeballs, how many ears do I have? You know, how many people do I have to talk to? For every thousand emails I have on my list, I can see increments in revenue every single time. It's just a numbers game. So you have to work on not only building your list, nurturing your list, making sure that you're serving them with great content because that old cliche, the money's in the list is true. Thank you so much for listening to the $100 MBA show. Again, if you want to get started with Send in Blue for free, only for the first 100 people, so go ahead and do that right now, is sendinblue.com slash MBA. Go ahead and do that. We will see you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Wednesday, where we have a very, very interesting question about how to shut off your brain. Entrepreneurs' brains are moving a million miles a minute. Sometimes you need to shut it off so you can get some sleep. How do you do it? What are my strategies? I get into that question in Q&A Wednesday tomorrow. I'll see you then. Take care.